WKNC 88.1. You guys were not listening to the John Stickley Trio right there. Had a little bit of technical difficulties here in the studio, but it's cool. It happens. That was Mandolin Orange with Never Die. Um, right now, though, uh, we are joined in the studio by the John Stickley Trio. Of course, as I mentioned earlier, um, if you weren't tuned in already, they're going to be performing tonight at Tiernanog as a part of the NC Root Showcase. Uh, they're going to be headlining that event along with Urban Soil as a trio, uh, Hank Smith and Lindsey Timms and the Genuine. It's going to be a really great show, but right now, um, I am joined by John Stickley, uh, Lindsey Pruitt, and Patrick uh, Amridge. Is Armitage. That? Armitage. Joined by Patrick Armitage as well. They are the John Stickley Trio. Um, so first off, thank you guys for coming in. Very excited for the performance later tonight. Thank you. Good to be here. And uh, so I want to tackle first. Like You all have been involved in a whole lot of projects around the area. So do you guys just want to kind of run through each of your like, musical backgrounds a little bit and how you all came together as a band? Yeah, sure. Um, I started out playing uh, around here in this area in uh, Chapel Hill. I'm from Durham. And then uh, while in school here at NC State, I joined the Big Fat Gap, which has been kind of become an institution of of bluegrass in the triangle. And uh, then after that, moved to Colorado and joined some bluegrass bands and then came back to Asheville. And uh, I've been playing in a bunch of different groups up there since 2006. Uh, most recently, Town Mountain, and uh, started the trio about three years ago with uh, some of my good musical friends from the Asheville Pickin' scene, and uh, the first member of the trio to join was Lindsey Pruitt on fiddle. Yep, that's me. <laughs> um, I grew up playing uh, classical violin, um, but uh, my father and grandfather are uh, bluegrass musicians, and so I kind of always had that in the background. Um, and uh, But I ended up going to music school in Nashville to a school called Belmont, where I was able to study um, just improvisation in general, a little bit of jazz and country and a bunch of different stuff. Um, so that kind of opened me up. And um, seven years later, I needed to get out of Nashville for a change of scenery and vibe and um, ended up in Asheville. And um, so I got just, I started to get way more into bluegrass, kind of getting back to my roots and just love the like improvisational elements of of bluegrass and um, mixing it up with just a little bit of gypsy jazz and all that stuff in there too. So, and then Patrick, actually, uh, we were playing a gig together and I was the one kind of like, hey, we need a drummer. You're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, can you fly out to Denver really quick on one day? <laughs> so I, I, um, I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, originally lived there for about 30 years. Um, went to the Minnesota Center for Arts Education, like an arts high school. Really great experience. It was one of those really cool places where I could like actually go out on the road and play gigs and come in late for school, and they were cool with it because they were they were happy I was just doing what I wanted to do and what I was going to school for. Um, after that, I met um, Dave King, who's the drummer for the Bad Plus. Um, he's from there and studied under him for uh, close to six years. During that time, I was doing a bunch of just, I mean, playing in as many bands as I could and just cutting my teeth and getting some session work and playing in different bands and stuff like that, doing some touring. Uh, I was really lucky about 10 years ago to get a gig drumming for Atmosphere. Um, the pretty well-known hip-hop band out of Minneapolis, and that kind of definitely just, I don't know, helped me to see what it's like to do what I really wanted to do and all that kind of stuff. But 
I, uh, I took some time away from that, lived in Hawaii for a while, and then moved out here because my family's here, and that's when I met the trio, and it was like this perfect like way for me to do what I do, which really isn't like traditional, I, I don't even know, just to, to find this kind of energy where we all three have these individual components of like bluegrass and hip-hop feel and classically trained stuff, and then we put it all together, and, and here we are. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that really like intrigued me a whole lot when I started looking into the John Stickley Trio. It's you all had such diverse backgrounds, but it seems like you all still kind of have roots in the kind of like root music area. Um, and I know the term genre bending probably gets tossed around all the time, but I feel like it's very applicable. And you guys want to share some of your music for these listeners out here in Radio Land now? Sounds great.
awesome. WKNC 88.1. You guys were just listening to some live music from the John Stickley Trio here. As I've mentioned earlier in this hour, they're going to be performing at Tiernanog downtown Raleigh tonight for the NC Root Showcase, which is going to be an absolutely awesome, awesome event. Um, and if if that didn't get you excited for it, like I don't I don't know what's going to because that it, it's just it's great to see uh, artists taking a genre that lots of people can really feel is so firmly rooted in tradition and really push it forward in a lot of new and exciting ways. Um, so you guys obviously all have really diverse backgrounds. How, what do you feel each of you is bringing to the table for that? And like, how do you think you're pulling this away from traditional bluegrass? Yeah, well, um, part of the when we started making music for this trio it was it was really like hey you know this is the my first you know solo outing uh, you know as an artist and it's like what am i gonna do differently um and i was like man well what you know what what have i done in the past and what do i want where do i want to go and it's like you know i uh, started out as like an indie rock drummer and we played like math rock and stuff growing up in Chapel Hill in the nineties. And, uh, that stuff, you know, it's when you get to get, you get into your thirties and you're like, you get really nostalgic for your youth, you know? And, and, uh, so I started listening back to our old recordings and everything. And I was like, man, it'd be cool to like incorporate some of this stuff in a new type of music with the flat picking bluegrass guitar that I've been like really working on hard for the last 10 years and um, just try to combine that stuff. And then that's influenced a lot of the tunes that I've come up with. And then Lindsay and Patrick kind of bring their own whole other thing to the table and it, it becomes something really cool. Yeah, there's a lot, I feel a lot of jazzy elements in there, obviously, you know, like a lot of the, like, stylistic structure changes happening all the time. The hip-hop influence from the drumming obviously bleeds through a lot. It's really awesome, and I think one of the exciting things, too, is, like, the reception from the bluegrass scene. Like, you guys played Merlefest, you guys have played with Keller. Um, like, who? what are some of the most exciting moments for you guys in terms of, like, reception for all of this? I had a, a, a major highlight um, this past weekend or two weekends ago. We were part of the Aiken Bluegrass Festival, and uh, we got to do a, a like a 6.30 p.m. set on Saturday night. And that festival draws, you know, a fairly traditional crowd, and it's one of these festivals where not necessarily everyone that comes is like a big music fan, but they just live in Aiken, and that's the festival, and they go. It's at the fairgrounds, you know, so... There a lot of older folks and a lot of young kids that were there. And, uh, you know, it resonates with everybody. The, you know, the music we're doing, it's just like we're trying to have fun with it and not, like, take it too seriously. And then uh, I got to be part of the Larry Keel, you know, super group that he put together down there with some members of the infamous String Dusters. Um, and we did a set. And I got to say, that was a, that was a major highlight because Larry's always been, like, one of my biggest guitar heroes. And... Uh, to actually be a part of a whole set and back him up and uh you know that was a really that was really cool awesome yeah and it's i don't it's just crazy like i i always love seeing these like the forward thinking bluegrass bands is what i feel like because it really does it takes uh all of these people that maybe haven't listened to bluegrass before and really gets them into it and then folks that may have been firmly entrenched in this like classical bluegrass sound to really broaden the horizons and i don't it's just really exciting to see all this stuff and how, so, like, how much, when you guys are doing live performances, like, how much of this is predetermined and structured, and how much of this would you say is actual just improvisation with you guys? 
We've got a few pieces that are, are really, uh, you know, arrangements of, of a piece, you know, so with, with minimal improvisation within that. Um, but for the most part, we have a song that has a structure, and then within that, we pretty much take it wherever we want to go. And then um, we've got specific songs that are like basically open-ended jams that we can really do. I mean, we're free to do whatever we want. And uh, that was a that was a big part of like, you know, me forming a project. It's like that's one thing that I've always wanted to have, you know, is just freedom on stage to do what you want at the time or how what you feel, you know, and not be forced to kind of just put yourself back in the box of what you did on the record. Right. Well, so how about we get get a little bit more live music going? We're going to take a little brief break after that and we can talk a little bit about that. The record side of things here. All right. Sounds good. This is one from uh, our, our first record that we did about two years ago called Octopicking.
searching for soul in all the wrong places? Well, search no further than Soul Town here on 88.1 WKNC, bringing you your weekly supply of all the classic soul, funk, and rhythm and blues that your heart desires. But don't take my word for it. Hello, we're the Spinners. Hi, this is Duke of the Four Tops. Hi, this is Martha Reeves of Martha and the Vandellas. Hi, everybody. This is James Brown, reminding you that you listen to the swingest station in the nation. So tune in to Soul Town, Saturdays from 2 to 4 on 88.1 WKNC. Ever wanted to tune in to your favorite WKNC show, but our massive 25,000 watt FM signal couldn't quite reach you? Check out the NC State Student Media app, available now for iOS and Android devices. Tune in, check the playlist, and even send requests through our new request form. Download the NC State Student Media app on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Want to improve your gas efficiency? Turn off your engine. Contrary to popular belief, idling for at least 10 seconds wastes more gas than does turning off and restarting the car when you're ready to go. The EDF states that frequent restarts are no longer hard on a car's engine and battery. Make the air healthier, help the environment, save money, and protect your engine by idling less. Today's electronic engines don't need to warm up in the winter either. Warm your engine and the interior by driving, not idling. This message is a public service of 88.1 WKNC. Don't be in a stranger. Come on in. We've got a whole Magpie feast lined up for your local lunch today. So grab your wool sweaters and head on down to WKNC, amigo. We've got seats and mandolin oranges for everyone, just as long as you make sure to cover up all those flesh wounds. So grab your friends and don't get lost in the trees on the way here, because we've got your favorite North Carolina tunes to munch on for the next hour. WKNC's local lunch program is from 12 to 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And I hope you've got a big appetite, because we're bringing an end to your growling North Carolina music pains. The average American produces almost four and a half pounds of garbage each day. Don't be trashy. Reduce what you use and reuse what you can. Recycle paper, cans, bottles, cardboard, electronics, and other items at convenient campus recycling locations. For more simple tips on sustainable living, visit go.ncsu.edu slash change your state. This public service announcement is brought to you by the NC State Sustainability Office and WKNC. Tanning indoors or out increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. This message is a public service of 88.1 WKNC and the American Academy of Dermatology. Is your wardrobe distinctly lacking in WKNC apparel? Do you dream of sipping frothy beverages through a pint glass emblazoned with the call letters of your favorite college station? Then let us fill the need for 88.1 swag in your life at the WKNC Swag Store. Peruse our stock of WKNC merchandise from the comfort of your own home at wknc.org swag. We'll even ship your order directly to you, so no matter where you are, you can show your love of WKNC. Dream of that glorious pint glass no longer, friend. Get over to WKNC.org slash swag and make your dreams a reality. WKNC 88.1. You guys have been listening to the John Stickley Trio here throughout this hour. And we have a little bit more music left throughout these next uh, 10 minutes or so until NC State Baseball is going to get started out here on the air. Um, As I mentioned earlier, next week I will have Body Games in the studio in advance for their uh, EP release next Saturday at King's. But right now... 
We are talking all about John Stickley Trio because they're performing tonight at Tiernanog at the NC Root Showcase, along with Urban Soils Trio, um, Hank Smith and Lindsey Timms, two really, really incredibly talented bluegrass artists as well, along with the genuine from Winston-Salem, a really great kind of folk rock band, uh, sort of like Bowerbirds and stuff like that, if you like that. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit more with John Stickley Trio here, another track before they head out. Um, but you guys just finished a couple months ago recording at Echo Mountain Studios, right? Yep. Awesome. So new music. How how would you compare it to what you guys have now? Are you still trying to change things up a little bit, like incorporating new things? Like, How would you describe it in comparison? I'd say it's the most, uh, the most John Stickley Trio sounding <laughs> record yet. Um, it, it's less, t it's, it's not as much, you know, traditional bluegrass with drums. Um, it's more like, Hey, this is what we're doing now. It's, it's got a bit of more of a rock influence. Um, but still a lot of nimble picking and some gypsy jazz stuff, as well as some of the more like slightly more ethereal, um, ambient kind of stuff that we've been doing. Awesome. And so what, what was the process like of just recording at a place like Echo Mountain Studios? Like, have you guys gone in and done the studio stuff before? Like, how, how have the previous albums been recorded and handled? Yeah, we had done a studio record before. Our first uh, trio record was done a couple years back, and that was uh, a very spontaneous project. We got together once, and it, it was with our other drummer, Mike, um, who's now the drummer for Steve Canyon Rangers. He's been on the road full-time with them for a while. And... Uh, we got together with him like once, and honestly, I don't much making up the arrangements in the studio. Yeah, and I don't remember. I don't remember that our rehearsal with him went all that well. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember yeah, it was like leaving like, that being like, oh my god, I can't believe we're going in the studio like next week. But it uh, came out fine. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was like it was, it was a really cool experience that way. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was cool to have like this album a little bit more prepared for, you know, and going into a bigger studio and having a producer and everything. Yeah, and we'd been playing with Patrick for almost a couple years now, and uh, he brings a whole nother kind of sound and game to the mix. And so we uh, we we did we re-recorded a couple old tunes with Patrick that have kind of taken on a whole new life. Um, and then we came up with some new stuff, and uh, we also had an amazing producer, Dave King of the Bad Plus, come down, and we got together with him. The night before we went into the studio and we played him all the material and he had some pretty major suggestions um, and some changes and some tweaks and all sorts of stuff. And uh, it helped the album become a really, really uh, cool work of art that we're super proud of. And, it, and it's very personal and um, it's just we, we couldn't be happier with it. Awesome. And so you have a time frame for... Yeah, we're looking at a mid-October release. Awesome. And we will be shouting it from the rooftop starting uh, next month. Awesome. Like, we've got a whole uh, release plan. with We'll have a music video um, and some other, all that other good stuff. All the goodness, all the internet content <laughs> goodness that we can soak in. I'm very excited for that. Um, but I guess here, uh, one more track here before you guys head out and get on over to Tiernanog downtown for tonight's show. Yeah, and I wanted to mention, I think we're going to have special guest uh, Hank Smith sitting in with us. on Nice. Too, so we'll have a little banjo up in the mix tonight. Nice. And if y'all have not heard Hank Smith live, it is, it's something to, to really just stand there with your jaw open about for a little while. Because that dude, like, I don't, it's next level for me. Like, I love seeing Hank play. It's awesome. So that gets me even more excited, as you should be, too. We're going to try this brand new one called Point to Point. <laughs> 